puck deep, you know, play the corners hard, see if good things will happen for us. Yep. Just dishing it. Episode 49. We're back. Thanks for joining us, everybody. As always, I'm here with John Toots, Tudor, and Derek, the producer extraordinaire, Hoskin. What's going on, boys? How's the week going so far? Not too bad, you know, just trying to, uh, trying to find some new clients and uh, recover from this weekend of uh, a couple of shows and stuff. It was a very long, long uh, two days of traveling on the road and but we, we, we came out on top. So yeah, I saw I saw one of your Snapchats or something. It looked like you were shoved in the trunk. I thought I was gonna have to like bl- send you a video back, like blinking in Morse code to make sure you're okay. And I was like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a traveling guy now. He's a roadie. <laughs> you know, it's just a sometimes you gotta rent a U-Haul van to get uh, get from point A to point B with a bunch of stuff, and uh, there's only two seats for four guys. So yeah, make it happen. You either you either sitting on laps or you're gonna fucking hang out in the back there. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. Um, I'm gonna go with the back. We created a little bed, but it was a little, little cold. But you know, we may, yeah. we may do. We may do. It's true. Dudes, what's up, buddy? Uh, it's been a good week. It's been a grind of the last week, but uh, working on the app still with my team. We are uh, very close to launch. So Benny, stay tuned for a board meeting because we may be ready <laughs> to launch within the next week. Um, so yeah, big. Big exciting stuff there, but um, yeah, just, you know, you guys know how it goes. You know, it's a grind, and um, as I was telling you boys and Maddie and Nick, you know, hanging out with you guys more the last year, you know, doing this stuff gets me excited to be a little more entrepreneurial in my own ventures on the side as well. So grinding at that, and we've got quite an entrepreneur on today too, so pretty excited about this. Let's keep the momentum rolling. You could say that. This guy, he's been a friend of ours for a long time. This is long overdue that we chat with him. Let him tell his story. Everybody, please welcome Chance. He is the creator of the Chug Bud. Heard of it, Chance? Your video's a little laggy. I mean, you know, Mr. Chug Bud, you know, what do you got that Walmart Wi-Fi connection in there? You're killing uh, me. I live in the country. I'm very, it's a very small town. <laughs> That's like cornfields. Yeah, no, I hear you. I can relate to that big time. So what's been going on with you, man? I mean, I don't even know where to start with you. You've had you've had quite the journey the past, I don't know how many years. Um, so I guess maybe we just start at the very beginning. Because um, you're a baseball guy, right? If I remember correctly? Yeah, I played uh, college baseball, and, you know, baseball my whole life. So big baseball guy. Where'd you play in college? Uh, two years I played at a smaller school in Iowa called Iowa Wesleyan. It was like an NAI school and then, uh, Benedictine in Illinois. And that was oh, D3. cool. Yeah. What positions did you play? Second base. Second base. Okay. Middle infielder, smooth, yeah. quick hands. Just a small guy, you know, can't play first base. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have the quick hands the way you was, was cranking out the chug buds. Smallest guy on the team, but I would always like hit three for. Yeah. Teams, yeah, I swear. Damn, that's that's huge. See, they used to stick me. Like, I played corner infield, and then as I got older, they were like, you know what, you're going to play first base because, like, <laughs> you 
know, I wasn't the fastest guy. Like, you know, I got the steel sign once in high school and it was an accident. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, like, I swear to God, like off, off topic story here, but my coach was at third base and he had this like delayed steel sign that if he saw something in the pitcher, he'd give you and I'm on first and he like does it, but didn't realize he did it. So I take off and I go to second throws a little high. <laughs> I slide in safe and he's standing there with his arms up. He's like, Johnny, what the hell are you doing? I was like, dude, you gave me the sign. And we got back to the bench and he was like, okay, if I ever do that again, just don't go. <laughs> Thanks coach. Just wait a minute. So you're, you're telling me you're one for you're you're batting a thousand for stolen bases. Oh dude. Absolutely. I mean, pretty good. I mean, that's, that's not bad. It's not, yeah, bad. No, not, it's not, not bad at all. Bad, but um, yeah, nobody ever, nobody ever said I had the burners out there, but yeah, second base and uh bat in third, that doesn't happen often. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I too. So chance, I mean, uh, you know, baseball guy and everything. I mean, athletes in general, right? Growing up, you get into high school, you have a lot of fun. We'll say, you know, partying with the boys, with the team, can kind of come along with it. Okay. Was th- was that any sort of like inspiration or any sort of idea spark that gave you this chug butt idea? Yeah, it was actually my. Uh my senior year and me and a couple of the baseball guys were just drinking at uh, one of my buddies dorms. And the next day I was sitting in class and we were doing like beer bongs and shotguns the night before. And it was Judaism class. And I was sitting there just like scrolling through my computer. And I, for some reason, like I was like, I wonder if there's like a pocket size beer bong. So I typed that in online and nothing came up and it just kind of gave me the idea to go back to my dorm right away. And I made like a little prototype I cut the top off a water bottle and cut my beer bong in half and taped the two together. And then it kind of made like this prototype. And I, uh, I didn't really do much with it the first year when I just because everything was still going on. I was like, this is a cool idea, but I, I just don't have time for everything right now. So it really started um, my fifth year of college, like when baseball is over and stuff. Um, and I had more time to put into it. I took out a loan against my car. Uh, my mom helped me out with a couple loans and just to get everything started, get all the patents filed and manufacturing done. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So like, that seems like, like the idea kind of came to you pretty quick. It wasn't a whole lot of, it doesn't seem like there was a ton of tinkering. It was more so you just needed to have the time to tune it up like make it kind of perfect it it's like a weird thing bro like i I don't know what do you want to call it and knock on wood you know life's been pretty good to me but it's just like a weird thing like shit i try out tends to work out for me like when i was just like in high school i made like a dumb baseball video and it i think it has like 1.6 million views now and like uh, I was scrolling through the comments on it and like eight years ago, Mr. Beast commented on it. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool. That's but wild. Everything I do, I don't know. It just seems to work out in some strange way, you know? Yeah. I mean, hey, some that's the saying, right? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than it is to be good. I yeah. think I'm getting that right. Like, yeah. But you know what? When you've got the talent, those guys seem to get better bounces too, right? Sure. Like yeah. always in the right spot, but doing the right things too. So like you gotta take some credit for that. Yeah. You could have easily when you made when you did that search and you were just like, Oh, that doesn't exist. That sucks. I regularly know. wrong it is. It's crazy now to see because like I think I've seen probably like close to ten like knockoffs of it now. 
you know, like people all over the world, different, you know, international brands are knocking it off and wholesaling it to people. And yeah, if you, you know, you're doing something right when people start to copy you. So I was going to ask you, is that something that, is that annoying when you see that? Or is it almost like, does it almost make you laugh and be like, man, I'm doing something more more of like an ego thing. It just bothers me because like, I'll see like this one kid from Australia. He looked like about my age and he was selling them and he's saying how he came up with this idea. He's like the greatest drinker, drinking inventor in the world stuff. He's like, this is what I just came up with. I'm like, bro, you did not come up with that. (laughs) All over TikTok, people are like raving about it. I'm like, dude, like it just kind of hurts my ego a little but you know, because I I don't get that much recognition for it because like the people, the face really behind it's like Mike and stuff like that. So. You know, I, I'm just kind of like in the background, but yeah. So t- I think, you know, talk a little bit about that or share as much as you want to, or you can, as far as like, you know, you, you come up with this thing, you start, you know, you're like probably what making them in your basement by yourself, selling them. Yeah. Take us through that phase of this. as far as like when people started to come knocking as with like, you know, interests and, you know, obviously you have I will credit the now retired funnel guy, one of the early yeah, supporters. Why? I haven't heard. Him. Yeah, we're, Where is we're all disappointed. He's a he's a he's a dad now, man. He's got I two kids. Get that, but dude, he just kind of disappeared from everything. Yeah, yeah he he just uh, he took Never a hiatus. Get text anymore? We we're in that group chat. It just stopped. Yeah. He was the glue, I think, for that. That's Bro, that, that. That was the glue that held that gigantic group chat together. Unbelievable! I'm I'm actually disappointed. I'm I'm after. Hey, to- hey, that fire! I trust me. I, I I see him every single day, Monday through Friday. Do you really? Yes, I work. No, with, I, my day job. I work with him. Bro, tell him. Tell him. I said I'm just very disappointed. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell him tomorrow. Be like, Chance uh, is honestly disappointed. Like, bro, he's sad. Yeah. He's like, he, I'm gonna tell him. He, he's not even upset. He's just disappointed. Yeah, he's just really. <laughs> I'm gonna spin the. I'm gonna spin the dad lecture back on the dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah. So I, when I started it, it like uh, I was doing them in my mom's basement. Uh, she would get home from work. She helped me put these things together and stuff. And uh, I ran an ad on a page called Do It for State, and. Uh, I got like a DM from street bike Tommy and I was like, wow, this name seems pretty familiar. So I, I was like, Oh shit, it's from nitro circus. He's friends with like Travis Pastrana, the BMX guy and stuff. And I was like, he's like, do you mind sending a few? And I was like, of course. So I overnighted him, uh, a bunch of them. One had Travis's like racing number on it. And the next day I was out fishing with my uncle and like, I was getting like probably, maybe like $200 a day in sales, like nothing crazy. And uh, every time like Shopify, you get a sale, it's like cha-ching. And I was just like out fishing uh, with my uncle and I heard like the first cha-ching and then it just started like constantly like going. (laughs) I haven't heard that before. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I like look (laughs) at my phone and it's just, my phone's just blowing up with sales, dude. And uh, I saw, it was like, it was like street bike Tommy tagged you in a post and it was like Travis Pastrana ripping a chug butt at lunch. And he's like, this is the best invention ever. And it just like, I was like, holy shit. And like that day it was like around like 4,500 in sales. And then that month was, uh, right around 20 grand. And like, that was my first, like, holy shit month. You know, like I was doing this all from my mom's basement 
So like kind of when that hype was going on is when I messaged Mike um, and I met him at, I brought a bunch of chug buds to a show in St. Louis. And then he was like, Hey, I'll be in Chicago this day for the concert. Can you come meet me? And I was like, sure. So I met him in the Chicago concert and he just kind of talked about how he wanted to be a partner and he had like all the right connections and stuff to that. Um, so that's kind of where like that partnership formulated it. Yeah. And for those listening who might not know, he's talking about Mike Studd, the hip hop artist, rapper, entertainer, whatever you want to call him. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's he wears many hats, I will say. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but no, dude. Oh, did we lose you? Can you hear me? Oh, there we go. No, we're good. But yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, for someone like, or like around our age too, like the first street bike, Tommy. Yeah. But you see, what's that instant feeling for you when you, that, when you first saw that video, Travis fucking Pastrana just ripped <laughs> a beer was, out of your, your invention. For real. Cause like I, I watched him like uh nitro circus, like growing up and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was like really cool to see. And like, it started blowing up on that. Like the first uh, athlete I ever talked to was George Kittle. Um, I sent a few to the Niners locker room, like even before <laughs> I Mike. Um, and now I see him doing them with Travis Kelsey and shit. That, so like, that's pretty cool. And like seeing, like my overall goal was to have Post Malone and that happened like the first like month of being partners with Mike. Yeah. So, I mean, I it, it, it it's it's been surreal like i said i'm from like a super small like country town so yeah it, you know i had to move out to la and like kind of like gain all these experiences that fast it was it was definitely like a culture shock but it was cool like i don't know <laughs> it was, what was a bit yeah yeah but so like you know making all these connections and and seeing all this stuff you know moving out to la what was the biggest I don't know if less, but the biggest shock for you or the biggest change where you're like, wow, like I got out here because I figured out a way to make drinking a beer super, super efficient and cool. Like, I, I don't know, just like that's that's amazing to me. I like how, how quick it happened for you. It did happen quick, but bro, I remember like telling, so like, when I started this in college, I made the mistake of uh, getting a kid on my team involved in it. And he was doing like shit for my website and stuff like that. And he basically ended up trying to like sue me for like 50% while we were still in college. And like, at that point we only made like fucking like two grand selling these things. And he's like, I'm going to uh, physical therapy school. Like I, you have to buy my 50%, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up paying him $4,000 for his 50%. <laughs> and then uh, just because, like, I believed in it that much, you know, I was like, dude, this is going to take up. I was like, you're an idiot for doing this, but, you know, whatever. So, right. uh, yeah, I believed in it. I, I've been telling my friends all the time. I was like, we're going to, you know, live this lifestyle. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, I just I always saw the vision and kind of, like, never let it slip. So it wasn't more of, like, a surreal moment to me. It was just more like. I kind of like knew this was going to happen, you know, just more like, like more like gratification for, yeah. for what you saw, what you worked towards. Yeah. Like kind of seeing it all like come to reality. Tudes, what do you got? You want to jump in here? I feel like I'm hogging, hogging. The no, you, here. no, you're good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, 
But so yeah, getting your teammate involved like that kind of in in college, like what do you what do you think about that? Because I know like Benny and I both are in like kind of obviously with justition with you know yeah. Benny and Matt over the years, and then you know my own side business with a couple buddies. Like, do you think it's more challenging to work with people you're you're tight with rather than just on a professional level? Yeah, no, but the reason I don't have, like, a full answer to that is because, I mean, we were, I was 21, and he was, you know, 19 or something at the time. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, we're so young, and, like, to, like, I'm selling these things around campus and shit, and to, you know, say, like, this is going to be a million-dollar business, or this is going to be, like, you just didn't know, and n- neither one of us had that experience. So, like, when he saw money coming in at that pretty young age, and so did I, like, people tend to get greedy and shit over it. I feel like um, being like more mature now and stuff like that, it's easier if I had a friend to go into business with, but money always is a problem. Like, no, you know, it is. It's not or whatever. I I think you're lying because at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's about too. You know, it's about money. I love, I love seeing people use the product and stuff like that, but I, you know, he's not, he's not trying to sue me over, saying I invented the chug, but he's suing me over percent and giving him more money, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's got to feel like that dude that bought like the two pizzas or whatever with Bitcoin, like <laughs> yeah. back in the day, like, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, take your four grand now because that would have been so much more if I, you just weren't a I, I don't dick up front. Like, <laughs> kids on the baseball team still hang out with them sometimes. And I just think it's funny. Cause like, I, I bet he sees it online and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it probably rattles his cage a little bit because yeah, right. you know hindsight's twenty twenty, right? At the time, it's tough to, you know, we you know we've all been in college, dude. Like money's tight, like you know, and he probably felt fortunate at the time. He's in a position where maybe he could try to get a little oh, yeah, something, that, but that, still, his parents were like sending me texts and like emails, and I'm like, bro, this is like he just kind of out of nowhere kind of dumped this all on me, and it was like whoa like mm. where the fuck did this come from you know yeah that sucks but yeah. lessons learned for both of you honestly more so for yeah. for you going forward with the business yeah it is for sure you know but yeah like i said i i think i'd feel comfortable now being like older and more mature but at the end of the day like you still gotta look out for yourself and so like, yeah. like i said money money is you know it's not everything but it's freedom yeah it's a it's a you know it's a tool for you to use to you know have freedom that's that's how i've always looked at it you know and like i i tell my matsu and stuff like that like i i honestly don't know what i'd be doing right now if i didn't do chug bud like i have a sports communication degree you know what the fuck what the fuck am i gonna do (laughs) and it's just i i think i'd always find different ways to do something and i tell my mom the same thing like after 20 some years at a job, she finally got a new job and she says she likes it a lot better and stuff like that. Cause I, I'd always tell her, I'm like, she'd come home, she'd complain, she hates her fucking job. And I'm like, well then quit, <laughs> you know, like don't do it. I always emphasize on doing shit that, you know, you like doing because at the end of the day, dude, we're in a point in time where there's a bajillion ways to make money. You know, you could create a t-shirt and go online and sell fucking 10,000. of them. Yeah. And like, that's, kind of where our my parents at least like 
don't understand it because they didn't grow up in the same time frame as us. Like we have the internet now, you know, you have podcasts, you have fucking websites, NFTs, shit like that. Like, like there's seriously a bajillion different ways to make money online. So or in life period. So that's why I like, yeah. Twitter, you know, if you're not happy doing something, quit like fucking, it was, I think I was like 20. Yeah. Like 21 or something. I just got back from college. I was starting to do my chug bud stuff. And, uh, I worked at a brewery right here in town and I was there for like two days and I just fucking hated it. So during <laughs> I told the guy, I was like, Hey, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, what? You're piecing out. I'm like, yeah, dude, this isn't for me. I'm, I'm just going to head home. <laughs> the, the, the walkout after two days, bro. Cause they, well, the they, irony they, of it too, is it's a brewery. Yeah, yeah right. for someone who invented the chug bud. Like, come on, man. It was, <laughs> I was just standing there. No, yeah, really bad anxiety. So, like, they weren't teaching me how to do anything. I'm just standing there holding my dick the whole time, you know. And <laughs> I don't know what to do. And people ask me questions. I felt super awkward. So, yeah. instead of a fucking panic attack, I was just like, yeah, I'm going home. Yeah, I feel you there, man. Worked out for yeah. sure. So, I mean, from i want to go back to like you know you mentioned being out in la making all these connections mike stud post malone when you're out there um you know what what's kind of from there up until now like what what's the timeline look like what's the story of of how things went for for you in the business like because i know you know i don't know how much you can talk about it you know um keeping what interest you did when you struck the deal with you know the with the the partners or whatever do you have anything you want to talk about as far as that and how that deal got struck yeah so um when i moved out to la uh we did a few like drops and stuff like that and mike kind of really saw you know the bigger vision in this like i did as well but in order you know for him to grow it he he wanted more and stuff like that so he gave me a price that I was like comfortable taking, but like, I'm still involved in it. You know, I, I would never sell like everything completely. So I'm still involved in it. Uh, you know, me and him have pretty good relationship, I'd say. And we still talk about it like all the time, you know, we're constantly doing different things with the company. We have a 2.0 coming out, you know, pretty soon. Um, but once he kind of took over everything, it was, you know, I was just, kind of chilling and you know enjoying my time in california and <laughs> i just i really wanted to be out there for only like a year uh because i'm a big family guy so like i you know i want to be back and not miss my nephews and show up um yeah so, yeah i just kind of enjoyed my time i ended up staying there for like two years the first year i lived in an apartment with my buddy dick and then corona hit and shit so me him and like three friends got a house together and that was fucking insane. <laughs> like, like that, that was kind of surreal to me too. Like mainly because like, it was just like a fat fucking house. It was right in LA. You know, it was, we had different celebrities coming over every time. It was like a Wednesday night one time. And we do no joke. We probably packed like 200 people plus in this place and every week. And one time it was just like a Wednesday, super chill. There was probably like 20 kids. And, uh, out of nowhere it was probably like 11 at night and both p diddy's sons and the party next door walk in and they're just you know, <laughs> they sat on our couch and chilled till like fucking 3 a.m like 
it was just like holy shit that's wild man yeah but that's no, so crazy it was definitely fun that's why i don't regret anything because there's not a lot of kids like my age or you know even older that got to experience that shit you know yeah not from just a celebrity standpoint but like even like freedom to do whatever you want like you know and actually get to enjoy life for a couple of years absolutely what was the biggest like I don't know. Do you have like a, a lesson or a takeaway that like something you learned just, you know, where it's like a pleasurable, really cool experience that you feel very fortunate of? I'm sure there's up and downs from it a little bit. Was there something you took from that that you applied to, you know, the future or even right now as you've gotten a little older? From LA? Yeah. Honestly, one of the biggest things I learned from LA is like someone I don't want to be. You know, like <laughs> everyone, bro, LA is its own little world. And like, I, I, I'm not kidding. Like everyone there, if they're your friend, they're your friend because you provide something, you know, right. or you benefit them in some way. Like out here, you know, I'm, I'm still hanging out with kids. I fucking hung out in high school, you know, like there, yeah. there people hang out with you because you have cloud or, you know, you do this. Like, I remember uh one time i went to grab my phone charger at a part like at my own party house and this kid's phone was plugged in and i just kind of like unplugged it because i was going up to my room and he's like whoa whoa is that your phone charger and i'm like this is my house and he's like oh bro if you need anything i'm the plug like i have this i'm like dude shut up <laughs> you know like, <laughs> once, once people find out what you got or a way you could benefit them that's when they like you know try to be your friend or shit like that so that's that's one thing i really got is like how fake people actually can be and like you know ev- everything's not what you see online yeah no for sure it makes total sense Tutor, you got anything yeah. to jump in with yeah, no, that was kind of one thing. I'm glad you touched on it because I was kind of wondering like what that transition was like being a small town guy and then going to a place like LA. Like obviously you enjoyed your time there, but while you were there, were you missing home? Were you missing that environment? I do. I did miss it. And I'm not even going to lie. There was like a little point where now that I look back, it was almost like I was losing myself kind of like you know developing more into that like la lifestyle and form not so much like saying i was using people and shit but i could tell like the way i'm dressing or like fucking it was rubbing off on you a little bit. yeah just the shit i was doing and uh, looking back i'm like it's like cringe even fucking looking at it (laughs) i'm happy i didn't get you know fully lost in the sauce like what was it what was it like coming home after that though too where did people at home is it just like this is the same kid I was hanging out with in middle school. Or do people look at you differently after seeing what you achieved or where you had been? See, I really like that question because, like, as sad as as sad as it is, bro. Like, I'm not one to have changed. Like I said, I you know got yeah. lost a little bit, but I'm still like the same person I was and shit. Like, shit, I'm at my ma's right now. You know, like, yeah. I, my family every single night. Like, I I try and stay up to date with all my friends but one thing that really like pisses me off and honestly like it it kind of like hurts me is like when i ask my friends to do something or shit like that and they're like i can't like i have worker i have no money and then they always come back with like sorry i couldn't invent chug bud or like you know some little smart ass remark and it's just like you know like you could do something like that if you wanted to 
<laughs> you know, like you really could, like I said, you could do anything you want in your life, but like I, as a friend, you should be like cheering me on and not like bringing me down. And I, I don't know, it just, it kind of really upsets when people say that just cause it's like, I worked hard to be in the position I'm at. Like, you know, hundred percent dude. Like, and it's, gotta... it's people like I, I was good friend. Like I'm still good friends with them. You know, I'm not going to not be your friend over that, but like, it just kind of really like, like hits more deep. Like when you say shit like that, just cause like, you know, like, like I said, I worked for it. It's, it's not like I just got handed it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally different ball game too. Right. When you come from a situation where, you know, this isn't like a family business that was handed to you that, you know, a, a parent or a grandparent or whoever started, it's like, no, like this is your idea. You took the risk and took out loans up front. You put in that time and rolled with Bro, it. Like, my friends it worked out. It didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I don't know. It, it kind of always like feels like someone's like rooting against you. And I, I just think you should be in my corner if you're, my friend and shit like that you know even though it might not be malicious it's just like again it just kind of like bothers me when you know my friends say that for yeah sure. it can be like they don't think they you know maybe even they're just trying to be funny or it's just like ah one of those things but it's like you you know you you want to feel that like especially some like what you were just saying dude you're not someone that changed. You said you lost yourself for a little bit, but it's just like, who doesn't do that in life in various oh, yeah. points, right? But you stay true to who you are, but you're getting all of a sudden, you're just getting treated different because you had some success. And that's that's how, because they haven't been through that from your perspective. That's just how they, they, they wouldn't see it that way. So, you know, it can be a tough situation, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you're, unapologetically you you're the authentic chance like that's going to shine through and you know the ones that are going to see that and respect that and love that they'll still be there maybe they you know life gets in the way things drift away i think you know things always work out how they're supposed to and way you know no, for in sure. so many ways you know what i'm saying no it's a, it's an interesting perspective for sure i'm, I'm glad to, that was a good question tutor it's always interesting yeah. to think about hear other people's perspectives on something like that especially in yeah. your position that was cool so i mean what else i dude you hinted at 2.0 mm -hmm. i mean i gotta ask what can you tell us about that uh i mean essentially it's the same there's there's a few modifications on it but it honestly just looks like so much cleaner and you know it, it it's definitely an upgrade for sure and it should be coming out within a, in a couple months now hell yeah we have all the prototypes done and shit like that you know so what there's a it's like the 2.0 but there's different models like structurally it's just there's just kind of like a cleaner look is the main thing of it there's not giving too much away i i, there, I, I know structural changes on it uh, you know, it doesn't look the complete same. Okay. Actually, can can does, you? There's just there's just a couple modifications. Can you rip a beer out of it any faster, or what's the what's the deal there? <laughs> no, nah, all right. But that's it. Now, do you like? I mean, at some point, 
obviously all products need to be tested, right? So like, is that something that you take pride in, like testing your own products? Like, are you, you, is anyone faster or better than you? Like, what's the deal there? Uh, Yeah, there's definitely some people faster than me, but you know, I I take pride in my my speed doing it, you know? me me and my buddy make it a thing now we do 24 ounce twisted tees before we go skiing and we did that oh, the whole week. <laughs> that's oh dangerous <laughs> i i'll i'll actually do one for you guys right now oh we Man, got on camera let's we go. got a live one this is my signature lately <laughs> Oh, oh man, I, I I need Tristan to tune into this YouTube video to watch how this oh, is done. Tristan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to show him that. That's gonna make my day. Yeah. So all of you watching or even listening on YouTube, um, or listening obviously elsewhere, exclusive here because that's what we do. We have the creator of the chug bud, and he said, you know what? I love you guys that much. I'm going to rip a twisted tee for you right on the stream. Is it a 24 ounce or two chance? I don't even know if he's still there. I think he's got, he's got to be the 24, might, right? Yeah, if he's just, just talking about it. Dude, I don't know. I'm, my head's Dude, do you think about it my right head now. already hurts. I wonder if he's going to do that cold. Oh, yeah, the headache. Oh my God. I used to just get that with, you know, just like regular beer. Sometimes a little too chilly. What's your preferred method, Tudor? I know you're not a speed guy. Oh, no. But, yeah, no, definitely. I love um, – Is it – because have you used the chug button? I don't oh, even absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah, we yeah. did uh, on the uh, Binghamton Pond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, first yeah. year we did, you brought it, and we were just ripping them all weekend. Um, but, That's right. Yeah, no, the chug, the chug buds are awesome. I do prefer that funnel to just like a normal shotgun. Okay. Uh, but for me – love a room temperature beer for that i can't like i mean i can do it but it is just not enjoyable when it's cold it just all goes to your head just not not yeah not not love love a room temperature beer for that see it's like a it's almost like a good hurt for me i don't mind doing them cold obviously you prefer it more room temperature i'm a a big room temp guy for i'm just gonna be ripping it but is this a two four Uh-oh. You guys see? Yeah, the picture's yeah, a little it. laggy here, but no, it's good. We got he is doing a 24. You sicko. Oh, is it laggy? Yeah. This a is the bit. yeah, the the brand ambassador though. Bro, this is amazing. One, one, cool, one thing we started while we started doing this, me and my buddy on the ski trip, like we bought these just to like chug them, you know, and then we were like, I wonder if the chug bug is and it does, even though it's bigger, it just fits right. You know, in the center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So it's flush, and the edges go right into the crease in the can there. Yeah, bro. You do you do this, and then you're on the ski lift up, and it all just kind of hits you at once, and you're like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> uh, I tell you what, maybe and if I uh, got to work out today. One one thing I noticed about LA, I was becoming such a fat ass here because I was doing nothing but fucking you know partying and drinking. So I gotta gotta get back to it. But uh, yeah, no, little, twi- little twisted T pre workout here. Yeah, there you go. All right, fully open. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> this is awesome. This is this is Chance, everybody. The inventor of the chug, but he's uh, ripping a twenty four ounce twisted T for us. 
What a weapon. Yes. Oh, my goodness. He just deleted. What, buddy, what a modest fucking guy you are. You crush that quicker than I can do right now with 12-ounce beer. Woo! It's absurd. <laughs> now, now, Chance, what's the uh, – What's the preferred temperature for you there? We were talking about that while you fucking, were gone. That was way too fucking cold. Ugh. All right. Yep. <laughs> that was way too fucking cold. I'll tell you that. Uh, I, was that a tough learning curve too? figuring out the best temperature to do that? Or what, did you already kind of know just from regular funnels? Sometimes when it's too fucking oh, this looks like Sometimes when it's too cold, it dude, once it hits your stomach, it's so hard. Yep. Yeah. Definitely made yeah. that mistake. We were <laughs> talking about uh, twisted. Teeth we honestly are probably the easiest thing to chug, but no joke. You think so? I might have yeah. to try it. I, I'm not a twisted tea guy though. There's so much sugar. Yeah, me, they give me fucking terrible hangovers, but you know that's if I was drinking them all day. Yeah, that's a good point. So I mean, what's um? I mean, we talked about the uh, you know 2.0 and some of the modifications, but I wanted to make sure to touch on like the future, if you will. What is what's the like kind of remaining vision for you and what you still see? I mean, obviously you 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 didn't give up full control and all that, but how, how do you see the next you know five ten years? What are you, some of your goals? Do you want to talk about any of that? My goals really are just to you know keep build like it's not just like a product at this point we kind of built like a community and like you know around it um so kind of grow that more and it's dope you know i i really want to see it like last long you know obviously but like yeah new 21 year olds every single day like when my little nephew grows up and he's in college like how long have beer bongs been around for you know what i'm saying yeah like chug buds could be the next like fucking thing that stays you know for 30 years and when my nephew's in college then you know it's it's the big thing well he could be like my uncle made that yeah gotta push that in post-covid times right like you guys don't all want to share one big beer bong like everyone should get their own chug bud roll around with it in their back pocket yeah you ain't cool unless you got a chug bud in your back pocket (laughs) that is for sure when you mentioned earlier you lost yourself a little bit in LA, I got to imagine a lot of that was very, you know, mentally draining for you, etc. right? What do you find like when you when you got back home being back home, you know, small town kid, right? Do you feel your vision and focus is more clear or better than it was out in LA even though you're surrounded by all this opportunity, all these influencers, all these people, right? Yeah. Do, do you have any insight on that? I do and I don't just because like one thing I just don't like about being home is like I'm super far away from like my friends and like hanging out you know because like I said I I don't really live by anyone uh super small town that like I really know or hang out with so it that's like it's it's hard to like maintain like friendships and shit and hanging out just because I'm so far away from people so that Mm kind of like takes you know it's 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 hard to I I I just don't know anyone that likes to be like lonely you know so like yeah i'm always working uh i don't really have that many friends like around here so it that kind of takes like a a different mental focus toll on me um just because in la you know i lived with four people so there was always something to do right 
being home, I definitely like focus like more on myself, you know, and like, like I said, I'm starting to go to the gym again and shit like that. So that's good, man. Very good. I hear you there. Well, I, I, as we're getting close to the time here, you know, everything you've, you've been through business wise, you know, the, the late nights, the hard work, I'm sure you've, you know, gotten a lot of advice, got some advice to give, learned a lot of lessons. What are some of the big points? Like if, you know, you're talking to some younger kids in school or something that they have an idea that they want to chase after a, a product that they have a vision for kind of taking the entrepreneur route. Do you have, you know, some core lessons, some core things that you learned along the way that you wish you knew earlier on? Uh, not so much that I wish I knew, but the more like telling those kids to go for it, you know, like so many people, like even including like some of my family have told me like, it's a dumb idea. Like that's stupid, all this other shit. And you know, if I listened to them, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. So, you know, just at the end of the day, go for it. You know, one thing chance I'm, I'm thinking of as we're sitting here is, so Chug Buds takes off. You've been doing it for, for a while now and things continue to grow, but you're still young, right? So would you do it again? Like, do you think at some point you'll try to start up another venture? Not that you won't stay involved and keep pushing Chug Buds over the years, but do you see yourself getting the drive to almost start over and try something different on top of this? Yeah, I have a couple... Uh like products I'd, I'm working on actually like different, you know, ideas. Um, I'm pretty big into the NFT space right now. I uh, actually just went and saw an apartment complex to buy yesterday. So like I'm doing like different, you know, entrepreneurial and uh, ventures, I guess. Yeah. As far absolutely. as like real estate and shit like that, you know, having my money work for me. So, you know, it starts out with scrolling through your computer in Judaism class in college and turns into <laughs> being a serial entrepreneur, right? <laughs> I love it, man. Well, look, this has been an awesome conversation. I would love to have you back talk more about it when uh, 2.0 comes out. You got some more updates. You got some more stuff going on. This was long overdue. So glad that we were able to do it. Um, anything in closing? Uh, share your, your pages, websites, where anyone can follow you, follow Chugbud, all that sort of stuff. want to plug that before we get out of yeah, here? Yeah, uh, all social medias, it's at Chugbud. And then my crazy spelling name is C-H-A-Y-A-N-C-Z-E. And that's all my socials. Just chance. You know, I think I'm the only one in the world spelled like that. For real. That's, that's awesome that you got that <laughs> for the socials too. I'm Holy serious, shit. For real, I think I'm the only one in the world spelled like that. Yeah. But. No, I, I remember, too, when when Tristan first sent it in, like, w one of the groups or something about how, how like, how you spelled it or whatever when he sent your contact over. Yeah. And I was like, how many Chug Buds have you drank today? <laughs> and he's like, dude, it's 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. I haven't drank any. What are you talking about? I'm like, dude, do you see how you just spelled chance? And he's like, that's how he spells it. And I was like, oh, I'm a dick. <laughs> That's so cool, though, man. It's unique. I love that it's your handles just straight up. That's awesome. Straight up, you know. Love it, man. Well, look, thank you so much once again, dude. It was such a pleasure. We'll be in touch. Thanks so much for oh, taking yeah. the Thank time. Take it easy, guys. Thanks, Thanks for joining, everybody. We'll be back Thanks. next week for another episode. See you.